Uh, hi, my name is Jeremiah Schrock, and I'm 11 years old. And, and why is Jesus better than anything else? Uh, because he saves me from my sins, and he takes care of us. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hey girls and boys, Alicia Yoder here again, and I'm glad you could join me for another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. Have you ever seen a picture of baby birds in their nest, opening their mouths as wide as they can for their mama bird to feed them worms? Sometimes in the morning, I like to imagine that I'm like that little bird. I open my mouth wide And then I tell Jesus that I want him to fill me with whatever he wants, whether it's blessings for me to enjoy, more of his faith, hope, and love, or even hard things that he might want to use to teach me more about trusting in him. Last week, we talked about some stories Jesus told that showed who he was excited to welcome into his kingdom. The rich and important people in the stories were too busy, And it was the poor and sick and needy people who wanted to come to Jesus' banquet table. The tax collectors and sinners couldn't get enough of Jesus. They kept gathering around to hear him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were whispering among themselves. They said, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them a story. He said, Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Won't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country? Won't he go and look for the one lost sheep until he finds it? When he finds it, he'll joyfully put it on his shoulders and go home. Then he'll call his friends and neighbors together, saying, Celebrate with me, I found my lost sheep. I tell you, it will be the same in heaven. There will be great joy when one sinner turns away from sin. Yes, there will be more joy than for 99 godly people who don't think they need to turn away from their sins. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the house? Won't she search carefully until she finds the coin? And when she finds it, she'll call her friends and neighbors together, saying, Be joyful with me, I've found my lost coin. I tell you, it's the same in heaven. The angels watch God celebrate each time a sinner turns away from sin. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger son spoke to his father, saying, Father, Give me my share of the family property. So the father divided his property between his two sons. Not long after that, 
the younger son packed up all he had. Then he left for a country far away. There he wasted his money on wild living. He spent everything he had. Then the whole country ran low on food, so the son didn't have what he needed. He went to work for someone who lived in that country, who sent the son to the field to feed the pigs. The son wanted to fill his stomach with the food the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Then he began to think clearly again. He said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough food? But here I am dying from hunger. I will get up and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven, and I've sinned against you. I am no longer fit to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him. He was filled with tender love for his son. He ran to him, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer fit to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattest calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. This son of mine was dead, and now he's alive again. He was lost, and now he is found. So they began to celebrate. The older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come home, the servant replied. Your father has killed the fattest calf. He's done this because your brother is back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and begged him. But he answered his father, Look! All these years I've worked like a slave for you. I've always obeyed your orders. You never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But this son of yours wasted your money. Now he comes home, and for him you kill the fattest calf. My son, the father said, you are always with me. Everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad. This brother of yours was dead, and now he's alive again. He was lost, and now he is found. Have you ever lost something that was really special to you? Maybe a bracelet that used to belong to your grandmother? Or a new toy you just got? How do you feel when you're trying to look for it? I usually get frustrated if it takes me more than a minute to find something, and I often forget to ask God to help me find it. But God never forgets where he's put us. Before we knew about him, he was like that shepherd, climbing cliffs and fighting lions in order to get to us. We were like a little lamb that got stuck in the thorn bush of our sin 
and were so cut up that we needed the shepherd to pull us out and carry us home on his shoulders. Even though we've decided to follow him and be a part of his sheepfold, sometimes our hearts still wander off like a lamb into things that will only bring us hurt, like believing that getting our way or getting the toys we want will bring us the happiness we want, or thinking we have to take care of ourselves because our shepherd isn't really going to watch over us, or that we have to prove to the shepherd how perfect we are. Each time we turn our face away from Jesus, he's still looking at us with eyes of compassion so that we can keep coming back to the joy of living in his sheepfold and so that we can also celebrate with the other sheep when another lost sheep is found and comes home. God invites the angels in heaven to celebrate with him each time anyone tells him they need him and want to follow him as their shepherd. God cares about each of his sheep, just as the woman in the next story cared about each one of her coins. God doesn't need us, the way the woman probably needed that coin to have enough to eat. But he values us, the way a loving father values each of his ten children and couldn't imagine any of them getting lost. If one of them didn't show up for dinner, he would search every corner of the house to find them, even if they were hiding under the bed or in the darkest corner of the closet. In fact, I want to share with you a story that my mother-in-law Polly told me about when she was a little girl. Here it is. I come from a family of eight children, seven girls, and the youngest sibling is a brother. And um, we had a china cupboard. Mother had put this china cupboard up in one of the upstairs bedrooms, and it had four shelves. And we kept our treasures, our special pieces of china, our tea sets, our candy dishes, um, anything of value. We each, uh, we had four shelves. So my oldest sister, June, had the top shelf. Colleen had the second. Julia and Sheila shared the, the third shelf. And Emily and myself had the bottom shelf. And I knew that my oldest sister, June, had in one of her candy dishes it was filled with these valentine conversation hearts and i was upstairs with uh, emily and we decided that we were going to get the candy that was in that dish and the shelves were too tall so i just opened the door and started climbing up the shelves like a monkey and uh, my my foot was on the second shelf from the bottom and all of a sudden it it broke and crashed and all the china and teacups and saucers come crashing down on the next shelf and tumbling out the door and um i i have never in my entire life been that scared my heart just thumped 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 and and i didn't know what to do so i ran to the ran out of the bedroom went into another bedroom and uh crawled under the bed and back and remember clear as day backing up as far as i could go in that one corner under the bed and just just curling up in a ball and just my I was so scared and all of a sudden I heard thump 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 and my mother was coming up the steps to see what all the noise was and I knew I'd be punished for it. 
Holly chose to hide like all of us do when we sin against God and don't understand that he still loves us. Each time we choose to love other things more than God and it gets us into trouble so that we try to hide from him, he comes looking for us because he loves us and wants to help us understand that it's better with him in the light of forgiveness than huddling in the darkness, even if there are consequences. There isn't one person on earth who doesn't need rescuing, and each time someone is rescued by Jesus, coming out into the light of his salvation, we all get to celebrate, echoing the party that's going on in heaven, and that we'll get to join in forever on the new earth, celebrating Jesus' great rescue. In the last story, the son who left home thought that the blessing was in getting his father's property and selling it so that he could spend the money on doing whatever he felt like. It wasn't until he lost it all that he came back and got to receive the greatest gift, which was being with the father and receiving the father's delight and love. It's like that with us too. The Father has opened His arms of love to us because Jesus paid for our punishment with His blood and perfect behavior. But many people ignore the Father's open arms and chase after idols they think will bring them happiness or importance, like getting everything on their birthday wish list or being being the best in the class at math. It isn't until they come home to the Father and live under his roof willingly, that their hearts can truly find the rest in God he's always wanted to give. Even after the younger son came home from working with the stinky pigs and the father was celebrating his return, the older son still hadn't come home. He hadn't left his father's land like the younger son did, But the older son's heart was always stuck out in the fields. The father's land wasn't precious to him either, because he thought he'd earned it by all his hard work and following the rules. He missed the gift of the father's presence, even though he thought he understood it. As we follow God, one day our hearts might be like the younger son, chasing after things we think will make us happy apart from God. Other days, our hearts might be like the older son, thinking that because we follow the rules, we're better than everyone else, or that it's okay to hold on to our anger when someone sins against us. When we quit trying to earn God's love and approval, we can just rest and enjoy the things and people God loves and enjoys. When we believe we are God's beloved daughter or son, we will enjoy working on the Father's land and living with Him in His house, and others will want to live there too. Remember that baby bird we talked about at the beginning of the podcast? When we live with God, it's like we're a baby bird who's learning to fly. If we just take a few worms from God and try to fly off on our own, will only get hurt. If we stay in the nest and work hard keeping the twigs in place and just hop around on the ground trying to find worms on our own, 
we'll be discouraged. But if we get our worms from God and stay with Him, letting Him teach us how to fly with Him, we'll begin to soar in His confidence and love and protection, knowing that we will get to fly together forever. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for being the good shepherd and for coming to find us when we're stuck in sin. Thank you for carrying us all the way until we get to enjoy living in the meadow of your new earth forever. We are so glad to be yours. Amen. Okay, friends, let's keep following the shepherd, and I'll talk to you next time.